0: Hey, what's up, y'all? Back again with another episode. So hope you guys are all doing well and having a great day. And if you're having a challenging day, just know that it's just a moment and keep pushing through. So I just got back from Walmart and um did a little grocery shopping and... You know, had a good time going to Walmart and shopping. I like going to Target too. I don't know if you guys, what your guys' favorite store is, but definitely like going to Walmart and Target. Both of them them seem like the prices are the same. I don't know if you're really saving any money. It just seems like all the stores are just like all the same. (laughs) The prices are all the same. I guess it just depends on what you need and what you need to get, you know? Um, and there are stores that are different. I don't even know why I'm talking about grocery stores, but anyway, so I went to a grocery store <laughs> today and, um, I'm on my period. Ugh. Not one of my favoriteest things to be on, especially as a, uh, more of a masculine woman. I don't know. I just don't see the point of having a period. Like, who invented this? You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand it. I know that we're supposed to have it to have babies, but god damn, I just don't like being on my period at all. And, um... So I went to the grocery store, got all my food, got really excited about that. I don't know. Do you guys get excited about the food that you buy? Any of you guys that um, live um, by yourselves or have to buy your own food? It's so much fun. I know the part of like spending the money is not the best part, but uh, at least you can buy the things that you want to eat. Um, and I find a lot of joy in that. But so I go and I check out and I check out. And I leave, and I put all my stuff in the car, get ready to turn the car on, and I sat down, and I remembered I was on my period. I was like, oh my god. I'm still a girl. So I got out of the car, and then I had to go get some damn pads, and as I was walking into the aisle to get the pads, I saw this guy, he was looking inside of a cabinet, and um, he had like this weird aura like when I was in the um aisle and then he kind of like walked off uh (laughs) kind of like annoyed like as if I was there because I was there so I kind of looked at what he was looking at as he walked off and it was like condoms and I'm looking at him and I'm like thinking like dude just do just get the condoms man I have to get I have to get pads like I have to get tampons whatever you know, we're both uncomfortable. Just get what you, you get, what you get, and I got to get what I get, you know. So, it's just so, it's just, I sweat when I need to get pads. I just don't like getting them. Um, I feel embarrassed. Um, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I just don't like the whole concept that I have to buy these pads because I don't like tampons, and a lot of people say, ew, why are you wearing pads, you know, blah, blah, blah. You just sit on it. You're sitting on a tampon too. It's all the same crap. And, um, it's up in you. Like the tampon is up in you. So I don't know if that's really much better. Um, you know, I, I could change the pad whenever I want. And that's what I like. I like the fact that, you know, if there's blood, whatever, I know I'm getting a little graphic, but I can change it whenever I want. Like I change it and, and I like that clean feeling. Like I can't imagine having a tampon stuck in me for like, how long do you guys leave that in there for eight hours? That's just too much. That's too much. And the fact that you have to put that in now, I'm good. <laughs> like, I don't know if any lesbians um, out there feel the same way, but I would rather do pads all day. I would rather have not a period at all, just to be honest. I just don't want a freaking period. Um I just, I don't know. Like the two weeks before my period, like I feel the symptoms coming. I become a little bit disoriented. Um, that's when I try to make sure that I'm taking the right vitamins. But even still, like I, I'm getting better with my symptoms, but um, due to the fact that I am making sure that i'm taking magnesium and b12 and anything to help my period during that time but still there's still a lag i don't know if you guys feel the same way but there's still a lag in my and when i'm getting ready to start my period my thinking can be a little delayed uh and not as focused, so I, like I said, sometimes I just double up on my vitamins, just so I can be present, um, I just love myself when I am not on my period, like, I am so cool when I'm, when I'm not on my period, but once my period starts, like, I get a little bit more moodier sometimes, and I, like, where is this bad attitude coming from, like, what the fuck, you know, and I'm, like, i'm happy majority of the time i'm cool like i'm enjoying a life like i'm i like to work out there's things that i love to do on a daily basis so where's this fucked up attitude coming from and it's like ding it's your period like (laughs) i've thanks for reminding me of how much of a woman i am like it's so annoying um but yeah I just dislike my period and some periods can be heavier depending on if I'm more stressed. Sometimes I feel like I stress myself out the fact that I'm on my period. So my flow is even heavier. I don't know. But um, yeah, you guys just make sure you are taking your vitamins if you do have rough periods. Um, Yeah, that's my rant on periods and pads and having to buy them. And if you guys feel embarrassed to buy them... uh, (laughs) I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it was, uh, it's one of it was so awkward, you know, buying pads, buying them. And the fact that I forgot them, and then I had that was the only thing that was in my hand. And I have these pamper sized pads underneath. I'm trying to hide it underneath my arm so people can't see that I wear pampers because I know how y'all women feel about people who wear pads versus tampons, whatever i'm so over it so going to going into the next topic um a little bit of something that's been on my mind i know uh, people talk about racism all the time um mind you i'm not a therapist um I am not a person who has any doctoral degree in racism or womanhood or any shit like that. I'm not a feminist. No, I'm not, I don't have no degree in nothing, <laughs> but this is just my opinion. You get what I'm saying? And some of it is from experience and some of it is just my perspective on how I look at life, but I wanted to talk about racism a little bit and how much it just like racism is just all over the tv everybody talks about it it's all on instagram and it's on facebook and i don't know are we creating racism like are we really creating racism i just uh, are we amplifying it by always talking about it i know things happen um I know that there's different demographics and I know people live in different um, types of um, areas and hoods and um, neighborhoods um, and all that stuff. But is it is it really a race thing or is it just a mentality thing? This is something that I'm trying to understand. I know that there are racist people out there who it's just embedded in who they are. Black, white, Mexican, we like we do it to, to each other. Um we use each other's stereotypes against each other. Um even when I was growing up, you know, you hear a lot of like, oh, black people eat chicken and, you know, Mexicans eat burrito like all this stupid shit, you know? And um I used to get so offended and I don't care. Now I don't. Um because everyone fucking eats chicken. Um it's not a black person thing. <laughs> so um that needs to be squashed um a lot of people eat watermelon some people like watermelon some people don't like watermelon whether you're black or you know you're white or it doesn't matter we're making these stereotypes up um and they are you know people are coming from a joking place i, I don't know anymore but what i do know is that things can change if you have a different mindset so if you have a whole black neighborhood and there's a huge crime rate quote unquote crime rate in that neighborhood and there just so happen to be a lot of black people there i don't think that that has anything to do with it i just feel like when you're in survival mode if you put a bunch of white people in there or if you put a bunch of mexicans in, it's going to be the same thing if you're putting people um who live in poverty majority of the time they wake up thinking about it they can't go to sleep you know they probably can't even sleep because they're thinking about their next meal how they're going to eat how they're going to survive so i don't know if it's necessarily a race thing and more about a uh, a survival thing um and it just so happened to be that it is black people um and that's probably what all they want to show um as well there's um that's all they want to show on tv or on the instagram there are a lot of people that are poor in all races um there is and we just pretend like black people are the only ones suffering and it's like there's a lot of other cultures that are suffering as well um maybe black people go about it a different way um uh, because we just maneuver in a different way we do have a different type of personality um and we you know we're from here we're from america so we do have a different voice Uh, we do operate differently from other cultures um but i do feel it has to do with the mindset and unfortunately you know when you see people who do come out of um certain situations like not just poverty they had a different mindset. They saw something in themselves and they um, they may have had like a, a, a huge struggle and then the next person who didn't really have to struggle as much as they did. But it taught them something, you know. It taught them something for whatever reason and they saw in themselves that they can, they can pull through and they have a talent. Uh, if you're a talent, if you're talented, no matter what... Um, neighborhood you live in, you have to use it. You have to use it. You have to be able to see yourself regardless of, you know, what's going on. But still, I know that people are still trying to survive of even just how to eat, you know? Like, I can imagine just... Being worried about where my next meal is going to come from and what if that person hasn't even ate in three days, you know, and it's a child that hasn't even ate in three days. Now, you know why they're acting up or why they might be angry. Um, they're hungry. They're not thinking properly. Your brain needs specific foods for you to be able to function on a daily basis. So yes, there, there is a loss in translation with how they communicate with, um, you know, someone who doesn't have to worry about a meal, you know, and functioning off of knowing that they're going to get a meal. Someone who knows that they're going to get a meal versus, you know, them not eating all day by choice because they've been working, but they know they're going to get a meal. That's so different. That is such a different survival type of thing going on when someone doesn't know when they're going to get their next meal. You know, that's all they're thinking about. Um, so it can bring out a different character for someone when, which, if you change their life around, um, and you give them the assets that they need housing food they'll be able to look at who they are as a person and look at their talents and have the time to look at their talents and amplify their talents you know so it is harder it it can be harder but the triumph, if you can see within that hardship, your triumph triumph is going to be much bigger. Your wins are going to be big. And who knows why certain people go through the things that they grow through versus someone else. Um And we all know that it can be passed down just how we feel about ourselves. So basically, if your grandmother thought she didn't feel good about herself or her great-grandparents didn't feel good about themselves, they had, they lived in lack, they hoarded their money, they were attached to their money, and they never really grew from being detached from things, and being detached from money, and seeing that there's no lack in the world, it gets passed down to the grandma, and the grandma does the same thing, and then, the, you know, and then the grandma passes it down to her daughter, and then that lack keeps continues until someone wakes up, and they're like, you know what? I'm not living like this anymore, I'm not gonna live like there's no there's no abundance in this world. You know, th- there definitely has to be a change of of mindset and um, that has to go on. And I feel like a lot of people are starting to see that nowadays um, and starting to see that we're all responsible for what we take in, um, how we perceive things, even in hardship. So we all have to make sure that we're all vibrating on um the best frequency so we can open up opportunities and not live in lack even though we can't see it you know we have to start walking by faith living by faith you know a lot of people believe in god a religion i want to say because i believe in god but a lot of people uh focus on a religion but are not embodying the religion that they worship And they preach on to other people to be like. So we have to make sure that we are embodying what we believe. And um, start having more faith uh, in the the things that we want. And and not worrying, you know, and knowing that everything's going to be okay. And everything's going to... It happens for a reason, you know. And making sure that you're taking the steps to um, a positive life. And sometimes it takes a while, you know, you have to start putting in positive, um, steps to trying to control your life as much as you want and what you want out of life, you know? So I'm not sure anymore if racism really matters you know you get what i'm saying you guys i don't know if it really matters if somebody sits there and calls me a nigger out of the blue which i don't care i wouldn't even care if they did because i know who i am you can call me a nigger all if i don't believe it it doesn't matter to me you know just don't touch me um but if they don't call me that out and call me a black this or black that, then I don't know if they're racist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They might be having a bad day. They might just be having a bad fucking day and we just don't know it. You know what I'm saying? And they just picked you and you have to look at yourself. I'm like, am I bringing a certain type of energy? Um... Throughout my day, am I carrying something like a cloud over me? And if I am having tension, and if you're, if you checked yourself and you're, you don't have tension, then that's them. That, that, that goes back onto them. They're having a bad day for whatever reason. You get what I'm saying, you guys? So we have to stop looking at racism as the main culprit of every situation everything like it becomes exhausting and we have to start just taking accountability of the frequency that we're holding when we're interacting with people um and if they do have a bad attitude then you can't let it affect you um i am a huge fan of amanda seals and she recently got on the the show, The Real. I don't know if you guys watch it. I don't really watch it. I watch some clips because I'm a huge YouTube fan and I have my people that I watch on YouTube, but every now and then the real like little clips will pop up on my YouTube feed and I will click on it. And Amanda, Seals, she's great. She's very well spoken, um, has high intellect. She um, is very smart. And um. I think she's funny. She's really, really funny. I actually went to get her book about a couple months ago. I went to her book signing and she was, she was hilarious and I learned a lot and I appreciated her putting herself out there and being vulnerable, um, and asking questions to people. Like it, it's like, I think it's such a gift when people go through the things that they go through and, are able to speak on it, elaborate, and give some information. And it's up to, up to us to um, hone in on the information that they give us and use it to um, our ability. And sometimes, it, you know, you don't have to use all the information, but whatever resonates with you, you could use the information that people tell you. There's information around us all the time, even with the simplest conversations that people have. Um, even if you're passing by someone, there's information in there. Um, so it's just all how we look at it, but I so appreciated the, the time that she gave and, um, I read all of her whole book. Um, and she does have a major in African-American studies, a master's, I guess, in that, and she speaks on it a lot on, on the real, <laughs> she speaks on racism a lot and I think it's great, but Someone had commented, um, a fan had commented, I guess, on Twitter and said that they were tired of, you know, the whole Amanda speaking about racism every single time when sometimes some of it didn't even have anything to do with racism. And um, so after they had read the tweet on The reel, I think it was Ginny Ma, she read the tweet and um, you see the reactions of Amanda Seals and Lonnie and Lonnie basically says she didn't like the comment. And um, Amanda Seals basically said that, you know, there's a lot of racism going on. And that's something that she's always going to speak on. And um, she feels like it doesn't, it shouldn't go away. Um, of her speaking about it which it's a great point yes and it's a great point what the fan was saying too and both of them were great understandings in in my eyes Um, make it relatable to whatever if it is about racism then speak upon it but if it's not about racism then don't direct it towards racism it in those moments like when there if there is a situation we don't know if it's always about racism you know um, and that f- the, the person that tweeted the fan, she, she's right. <laughs> and Lonnie and Amanda did not want to, um, accept that portion of the, of the uh, feedback. So I do feel like, yes, there is racism out there. Of course, of course, but we have to use discernment to be able to really notice if it is racism or not or if somebody is just having a bad day you know so yes because I'm just exhausted with the whole racism stuff like I just want all of us to um start living like there is no such thing as sexism gender um racism, skin color, we have to stop living like this, like, we have to just start living as if we're just, we're human beings, no matter what, and you know, it's, you know, of course, it's not going to go away, but, um, because some people are angry, some people have, has, experienced racism and i have too when i was growing up i've and i'm light-skinned and i have colored eyes like and i've been called nigger and i've had my racism um my fair share of racism so but i don't let it hold me back today you know there has to come a point where we have to start readjusting how we think and negativity and our anger we really do have to forgive and a lot of you know there's a saying out there that says that we forgive not for the other person but for ourselves so we can release that bondage that we have of against whatever is angry making us angry um it's so much more peaceful to just um find Find a way of how, how to le- live in peace. This is, should be our goal. How can we live in peace? That should be our goal. Why are we making things angry? Our whole life can change. You know, like, you know, if you have a family, you, our whole life can change in a, in a, in a snap of a finger. Um, you can lose your whole family. Your whole family can die. And you're the only one living. What happens? We need to start living in more of a gratitude state. Um, regardless of what's going on, because honestly, you guys, like, we will die. We, we we're going to die. You know, we are going to die. (laughs) Um, so we have to make sure that what we are inside of the body that God gave us, knowing that we are inside, of this body. It's just like a vehicle, just like a vehicle. So say you're in a vehicle with tinted windows and that's your body, but you're inside the car. Okay. And, um, the windshield is your eyes. Okay. Okay. And, you know, whenever you see the windshield, you can kind of see the person inside. And and just like when you look into someone's eyes, you could see if they're – sometimes you could feel if you're empathic or you could read people's vibes and stuff. Um, you can kind of fe- – you could see there's something going on with that person through their eyes, but you don't know. And it's the same concept with someone sitting in the car. The doors are shut. You see the person and they're inside the car. It's the same concept as um, um, a person. I don't know if this is making sense. But you're basically inside the car. Your body, you're inside of that. You're, you're inside. The who you are is inside of your body. Okay? So when you open that door and you let somebody in, that's going to be... The real you. It doesn't matter. You can't see race. Um, none of that. None of that stuff matters. So what car are you riding in? <laughs> How do you want to enjoy this ride of life? You know, you guys like stop wasting time on stupid stuff like racism. Stop being so angry about it. You know, um, figure out why you're so angry about it. Figure it out and come to peace with it. Come to the peace to the things that um, are unsettling to you, whatever it may be. Take it day by day, but we have to start living in a, in a peaceful state. So I just wanted to pop on here and kind of talk about some of the things that were on my mind. Um, and I hope you guys are having a great day and I love you all. And here's to, um, um, I'll be back with a, uh, new episode. <laughs> all right, y'all. Peace.